welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play. With me and my cousin Phil. So, hello. Hey, Phil. What game are we going to uh, try and remember today? We're going to try and remember. I think that's probably quite true, actually. We're going to try and remember Speedball, uh, which uh, came out on the Amiga, and I think it's REST, back in 1988. What do you remember, Chris? I remember Speedball 2, Brutal Deluxe, much more than uh, Speedball 1. Mm. So I would have played Speedball 2 a lot more than Speedball 1. and But I would have played both on the Amiga, on the Commodore Amiga, and that would have been with my trusty blue Kempston Pro joystick, and I can remember it being a two-player game, so it must have been a lot of fun with friends. And now, when we do get to play it, it'll probably be a one-player. Because we haven't got any friends. Exactly. Too old for friends now. Speedball um, was made by the Bitmap Brothers, and all of their games just had a, a, a feeling, a, uh, a style they were very stylistic games. The music was very. always great. The the imagery was great. I mean, they kind of set themselves up as almost a, a a rock band. I think if they were interviewed, if they were in the magazines of the time, uh, they even played up to that kind of part. They wore leather jackets, I think, sunglasses, and appeared as if they were a kind of rock band. They weren't really brothers. Um, they were a team of developers working together. Um so yeah, I mean a general kind of thing feeling of, of top quality games. And Speedball is a futuristic sports game, um, a violent sports game where you play uh, one team against the other. I can't remember how many players you have on your own team. Three? It's not very Three many, or... is it? It's quite a sort of small game. Certainly Speedball 1 was... Yeah, a handful of people at most on each side, yeah. Yeah, and the I, general idea is you just throw a ball between your players and then you have to throw it into a goal to get a point and you have to get more points than your opponent within the time limit and to win. And then you can, I, I guess there was a league table or a competition that you progress through. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember there was a sort of campaign... Yeah, similar to football games and that you sort of there was I think there was money on the pitch that you could collect and obviously you got sort of rewarded with cash for uh, you know beating whoever you were playing and you could then improve the stats of your team so there was there was that sort of sort of football management type element to it where you yeah where you, you you'd make your team better than they were in the game before assuming you got enough cash you yeah. could up, up the stamina or like yeah I can't, until we play it i can't remember all the functions but it was along those lines i've got i've got this one on uh master system which is where i remember playing it most though i did play it first much as chris did on the amiga which i didn't own at the time but it was at my friends and i remember playing it and it was the bitmap brothers was it was funny they they sort of like chris was saying they they, they were so sort of famous really sort of on the amiga um that was kind of their home and they produced a whole load of really good games and they they all looked the same but didn't every game they made was totally different like their first game xenon was like a, a shoot 'em up and then to speedball i mean two very very different games and then there are other games like platform games and all sorts. So every game they made was very, very different. But you could see it was a bit Matt Brothers game. They all had this sort of metallic, shiny look to them. They're very distinctive. Uh, but the the version that I owned and played the most, the original Speedball, was on the Master System, which I've got in my hands here. I've got it on physical. I'll just read you the thing on the on the back, actually. The sport of the future. Speedball is the action sport of the 21st century, which made me laugh earlier on today when I was reading that. I thought, ah, yeah, that, that's, that's now. <laughs> and it's nothing like, it's, the world's nothing like this game, but um, the, the sport of the 21st century, wearing spiked armour body wear, which actually, although you can't see of us, 
one of us is wearing that, so I suppose it's quite true. <laughs> Hel- <laughs> Helmet, and I'll let you decide who might be wearing the spiked body armour. Helmet and gloves. You'll go face to face with some of the ugliest, meanest goons in the world. Dodge neck-breaking tackles and bone-crunching body slams to pass a solid steel ball towards your opponent's goal. Hammer your foe enough times, and he'll cry for mercy. Why wouldn't you buy that? (laughs) Why did they make it a solid steel ball? Because it's a future sport game from the 21st century, (laughs) and we're all wearing spiked armour. I also reminded myself about the game by looking at the Commodore Amiga A Visual Compendium. And uh, there's some nice images there in that book, a lovely book if you're a Commodore Amiga fan. Um, and and as you were saying, it's just that those all of the Bitmap Brothers games have just a, an ambience, a feeling that you can tell it's one of their games. And, and the music in general is what comes to my mind, that they, were, they just had excellent soundtracks. Yeah, they, they, that, their look is unmistakable, and yeah, the sound as well. I mean, they were sort of one of the first um, people, particularly with Xenon 2, was the one that I think we were talking about prior to recording today, which featured Bomb the Bass with Mega, Mega Blast. Blast, and it was the whole song. I mean, it, it, it was, they basically recreated the entire track, which I, that, I, we'd never heard that before. And I remember um, on on the Amiga, it was... It, you, there was a, it was two disc. I think you loaded the first disc, and that song played during the loading. And if you didn't put in the second disc, the song would continue to play. And I seem to remember do, us doing that and just using it as if we were just listening to a tape. <laughs> just put on <laughs> Zen on two and just not put in disc two, and it would just continue to play on the bass. <laughs> but and around the time, was there a film with one of these kind of futuristic sports? Um, when they were roller, uh, maybe in a roller derby, roller ball, roller which apparently, yeah, I d- when doing the research for this, I couldn't quite work it out. By there was everyone was saying it was influenced by, but I, I think they were totally separate and and sort of came out at not quite the same time, um, from what I can tell. But it, they certainly there's you would be totally you know, not blamed if you thought, oh, that game is, is come from that film. You know, well, you, well, hold up. Rollerball came out in 1975. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so it could well have done. It could well have done. But I, I seem to remember, so when, when I looked it up, I think, I think they said that no, that it was you know, just coincidence. But you'll have to take their word for it, I suppose. Well, must have been in their subconscious. Yeah, I mean, it'd be hard not to, you know. So you have played it in the last 30 years then? I've played it in the last 30 years, yes, but a long time ago. That My Master System games I bought a long time ago as far as collecting goes. Mega Drive, if, again, if everyone's been watching the other podcasts, I've been buying those more recently. So I have played some of the Mega Drive titles more recently. But the Master System... That copy has been bought. I probably haven't played it for, I don't know, 10 years. In fact, the sticker that's on it, there's a sticker from the shop, Arcadia Home Entertainment, pre-owned, tested, 299 hmm. So, God knows when I bought it. So, did, uh, did the shop get many um, cartridges? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Speedball was was very very popular. I think as I sort of um, put him in the, in the notes there when I was sort of thinking about this when we were doing going to be knew we were going to be doing this for the podcast that it because of, it was Bitmap, but Bitmap Brothers was the thing. As Chris pointed out, you know, that if you if you do look them up, if you look them up, you will just see photos of them looking like cool dudes. They look like a, a not very good boy band. <laughs> So yeah, they, they were they were the draw. If you were Amiga or an STO, particularly Amiga, you just saw the name Bitmap. You bought the game. You knew it was going to be good, and they were. They all reviewed very very well, but they were all very hard games. I mean, Xenon Two Mega Blast, which we were just talking about with the bomb the bass music on, really hard shooter. I mean, very hard. Gods was another 
popular one that they did, which was a sort of platformer, again, very, very hard. Um, is it Chaos Engine or something it was called? Yeah. Was that the other one that was sort of yeah. running around shooting stuff? Again, very, very good, but very, very hard. Um, but they all had that amazing aesthetic, and you knew you were going to get a good game that was going to be a good value because you'd be playing it for hours because they, they were rock-hard games. And I think, again, in the research, I did find that the one of the main guys that... Um, I think he headed up the company eventually. He did say that and admitted that their games were hard and they made them hard, which is also why I thought he was quite interesting in a weird kind of way that we're looking at Speedball because Speedball on it on a single player, which is unfortunately how we're going to play it, none of our partners are going to want to play with us <laughs> or play Speedball. <laughs> So, so, so it's very unlikely that we're going to get to experience it too, player darlings. It's, it seems dreadfully unlikely. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to be uh, playing by ourselves with our joysticks, waggling away furiously. But you're, you seem to be alluding to the fact that it might be easy just because... Oh, well, I shall tell you why. I have evidence. I have with me. <laughs> yeah, another, right. <laughs> another copy of Mean Machines, which That's is Mean Machines issue pristine, number five. Pristine condition. It, it is. It's a very good, nice copy. And I've, I've uh, bookmarked the page because they reviewed it on the Master System, the very copy, right. Easy, very one, the very version that I've got. Um, I think it's Matt and Julian Rignall who reviewed it. And the score was pretty good. They gave it 79%. Um, the, a brilliant two-player game, but completely pathetic in single-player mode. <laughs> and Julian Jazz, <laughs> Julian, Julian Jazz Rignall's comment, um, this is a game of two halves and no mistake. As a simultaneous two-player game, it's superb, combining fast and furious and pretty violent gameplay with excellent graphics. However, when you play it in single-player mode, it's virtually useless. The, compu the computer team is a complete joke. This sounds great. It's our sort of game. It's going to be so easy. I beat him 10-0 on my first game and continued to win time and time again until I gave up with disgust. It's a massive shame. If this had been play-tested properly and given a decent computer opponent, it would be utterly brilliant. As it stands, it's recommended only if you <laughs> always have a second player on that. If you're likely to be playing on your own, give it a miss. There simply isn't enough challenge to keep you occupied for more than a few hours. <laughs> I can't wait. It's you... going to be the only game that we find easy, and I'm going to win 10 0. Could you I'm just. Dig... Can you dig up a, a review of our type and ghouls and ghosts? Because he seems, he seems to think that 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 just gameplay testing could have meant they would have easily been able to make the game harder, which is ridiculous. Because that's the artificial intelligence, right? The, or the you know the AI or the, the or the way they would program the enemy team is. <laughs> Probably, it's quite tricky. It's quite tricky to make you know that a competitive kind of thing. Whilst you know our type, it would have been a lot easier to make easier if they'd game if they play tested that a bit more and, and just reduce some of the enemies or reduce the rate of fire, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So all the games we played so far have been exceedingly hard. Sounds like we might get an easy game. So the objective will be for me to beat the AI ten nil, right? Okay, we'll, we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, that is just speedball, and it's speedball on the Master System. I can't, for the life of me, remember whether it was the same as that on the other formats. That is very specifically a review for the Master System version, though ironically, of course, that Master System version came out two years after the original game. So right. uh, who knows whether they just ported it because it was easy to port and they didn't sort of bother doing it. You know, it, it, there was all the opportunity there to have put that right if that was a fault in the original Amiga and ST or whatever version. I don't know. I don't well, know. That, like I say, that, that would not have been an easy... It's not an easy fix. It's not... So... 
Can't you just make the goal smaller? Well, I could have done that, I suppose. So. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done hot. They could have done horrible things like make your team just slower than the other team, or or something. But the the whole idea of making the other team appear sentient and uh, more difficult in in that way, I guess, was quite a tricky thing to do. Yeah, but yeah, that game, I say, it's got that sort of inbuilt thing of you do well, you get money, you improve your team. Hmm. What's what's the point in that if your first go? <laughs> I mean, this is the thing is though, this is Julian Jazz Rignall, uh, you know, nineteen seventy eight winner of Centipede Championships or whatever it was. Yeah, this is a guy who was winning awards for playing <laughs> playing arcade games. He's a very good player and probably still is. If he's listening, I hope he appreciates that his th- we're ripping into his thirty year review. <laughs> So, hey, it's it's easy, you'll be fine. (laughs) I'm thinking we can't even remember. (laughs) We might probably only really remember Speedball 2. (laughs) So, so yeah. Well, it it won't be easy, though, will it? it, No. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing so far has been easy. We've been playing really hard games. Charles Rignall has assured me. There, in, in black and white. Actually, not black and white, neon blue and pink, as the days were back in the 90s, when you could get away with weird colours. That it's easy, and that we will do well on our first go. <laughs> Guaranteed. Well, that sounds good. For your money back. And I know that was 29 99 back in 1990 to buy Speedball, which seems like an awful lot of money, actually, for what is quite a simple game of sort of sort of five-a-side football sort of mm. which is sort of all it was yeah I mean a good one and I liked it and that's why I bought it back then and that's why I bought it again now it was good yeah but yeah I'd have been playing it with other people I I, I probably did must have played it on my own but as well but I yeah I don't I don't remember but yeah, I remember playing Brutal Deluxe. Again, when my friend's house had the Amiga, I'm, I sort of remember us playing that more in the sense of playing it as a group. Yeah. There'd be several of us there playing that. And I remember yeah. the music for that. And the reason I remember that, that was the first uh, game music that I recorded and, and actually put it onto tape because I liked it so much. But I didn't have a tape player. So I used to have to get my dad's keys and go into his car when he got home from work and play it in the car. <laughs> and I remember distinctly remember listening to people <laughs> who music in my dad's... Uh, what was that in the car? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it had a brilliant sound system. Can we remember anything else before we go off and play this one? No, actual actual memories of it. The, what I've just said is, is what I remember. I, I, I am... Uh, slightly sad that we aren't going to experience how this game is going to is was designed for. That's my slight regret with this. But we have yet to play a game that was it is two player, and you didn't always have someone there to play a two player game with, and you had to play against the computer. I mean, that's how games worked. The programmers didn't just make it two player, and that's it. You know, if you play it on your own, the other team just doesn't move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> there's no one else there playing would be really weird. So they did bother to make these games two-player. So it'd be interesting be interesting to see. And uh, and uh, Jazz Rignall says it's going to be easy, which is great. Because <laughs> I can't stand... I don't think I can stand playing another hard game again. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> So yeah, I don't think I can remember anything else about this game. I got this general feeling that it was great. I probably played it with my friends, maybe against producer John quite a few times as well. Got a bit of a mixture between Speedball 1 and Speedball 2. So I'm looking forward to playing playing this or maybe looking at both. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've got anything else. And you, Phil? 
Yeah, well, as you say, I can't really remember much more about it other than, as I say, being uh, very much falling in love with the Bitmap Brothers and what they produce for the Amiga, and they are very iconic, and I think that's why, partly really why we chose this. I think uh, those of you out there who want to have a go at playing it uh, along with us, please do. We're going to take a pause now. You won't have to wait long. We'll be back in a few seconds. Uh, for you, that is. For us, it'll be a few days of playing speedball on our own and crying and lamenting that we don't have any friends so if you'd like to press pause please do play the game if i can find it somewhere where you can play it i'll put it in the links below if not use your imaginations and then come back and see whether you uh, yeah see whether you still like it or not and we're back well, thank you for those of you who did actually press pause and played along. I hope you managed to find it somewhere. And uh, for those of you who didn't, don't worry. Me and Chris are now going to lament about yet another game that we thought we liked back in the 80s or whenever the heck this came out. And are now going to basically say that we don't like it now and we hate it and uh, we don't know why we're doing this podcast ruining our childhoods which really should be the tagline instead of spectrum days games we played spectrum days games we now hate <laughs> i think that should basically be it so yeah we were playing speedball uh chris where did you play it on what format did you play it and what did you think uh speedball one speedball on the Master System and Speedball 2 Brutal Deluxe on the Mega Drive. Aha. Uh -huh. So I, th yeah. So I think we've been playing, the I think I was playing the wrong version. I think the good one was the Amiga because the ones I played, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, this is what uh, we were saying in the first half, and it's supposed to where we remember it from was, was the Amiga. Yeah. yeah. And you could tell you're not playing the Amiga version because. You don't hear anyone calling out ice cream. There's no ice cream uh, salesman in the world. Now you have to remind me, remind me of this off off camera. I'd I'd forgotten all about that. That yeah, in in the Amiga version, there's a lot more sort of crowd noise and atmosphere, and uh, yeah, yeah, the difference between that and Brutal Deluxe on the Mega Drive. It's it does make it quite clear that 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 version on the Mega Drive. I don't know if anyone did play along with us and and played the Mega Drive version. If they've got memories of the Amiga one, it is it's quite different. I mean, the basic format's the same, the way the pitch is laid out, but the, the detail in the characters and the sound the, that 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 theme tune that I think I mentioned about that I I really liked and had on tape was the definitely the Amiga version. As soon as I loaded up the Brute Deluxe on the Mega Drive, I was like, oh, "Wow, okay, yeah, it was, this is not where I remember playing this game." And and now now I've got to try and remember if on the Mega Drive on the Amiga version, if you could use the mouse to navigate the team management menus, because if so, it, it makes sense because. I found the menu system, the UI, absolutely atrocious to on, yeah. the, on the Mega Drive. It was yeah, I agree. It, it was just difficult to navigate. It was yeah, um, you know, style uh, over substance. It, it may look cool, but the I just found the menu system really strange. Yeah, I mean, this is again something we sort of touched on off off camera just before starting up again. That the difference between that that sort of yeah yeah using the, as you say the mouse on the amiga and things like that it just shows that i think that port from the amiga over to the to the mega drive they just sort of it was just cut and paste and they didn't think about those sorts of sort of uh, ease of use sort of choices you know you got sort of one button they didn't even make it multi-button yeah. did they because the game a bit like other games we play could benefit from having another move mapped to another button whereas because the amiga particularly playing it with a joystick um you had one button a fire button so yeah. all they've done with the Mega Drive is just just ported the game over. Whereas the Mega Drive essentially has got four buttons: you've got pause button and three action buttons, A, B, and C. But they haven't taken advantage of that at all. So you're doing all the actions within game and then in your menus, like you were just talking about, all with one button. It just doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. So you've literally, for those of you who haven't played it, you've literally got one button when when you've got the ball. You can tap it to make a uh, a body level throw. If you hold it down a little bit, you can throw a ball uh, up in the air. Uh, 
You sort of do a lob. If you haven't got the, you? Yeah. yeah, lob. Yeah, if you haven't got the ball, you just do a slide, a slide tackle, which seems to make you run a little move a bit faster as well in a way. So you just end it's up the mashing a slide. Yeah, you sort of carry yeah. on a bit, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so you sort of, I was just mashing the button. So that's, <laughs> although that's probably why I scored far too many home goals or own goals. <laughs> um, but let's bring it back. Did you play the Master System? You played the Master System one, right? Yeah, the, the, this, the interesting so thing about clumpy. going back to, yeah, I mean, the interesting thing about going back to this, it, it really brought back memories that obviously the first part of our podcast is we talk about just what we can remember. And this I hadn't remembered until I put the um, put the game on. I suddenly realised that, yeah, I played it on the Amiga, liked it at my friend's house. It was probably Brutal Deluxe. I'm fairly sure now that was what I'd played. And because I didn't have an Amiga, but I did have the Master System, I wanted the game. I liked it that much. I wanted to be able to play it. So, oh, well, I can. Oh, wow, yeah, Speedball, that's the one. And I, So I bought it. And, of course, it's not. It's the original Speedball and not Brutal Deluxe for a start. And, like, not all games are terrible the second time or the first time. Sometimes the second game can be worse than the first or vice versa. But in this case, Speedball 1 is pretty basic and it isn't as good as Brutal Deluxe. And also the version on the Master System, although it did well, and I did read you out the review in uh, in Mean Machines, it got a good review, and it was good back then, and I wasn't disappointed back then when I was a kid and had speed, but I was like, brilliant, I can play that game that my mate's got his house on his Amiga. And of course, the Amiga seemed amazing back then, and it was, it was 16-bit. I mean, comparing it to Master System, you know, it was a, it was a far, certainly a far superior machine. That's not to say all the games on the Master System were terrible. There's quite a lot of good games on there that probably probably are better than some of the Amiga games. But it really did remind me, it's like, oh yeah, that that's why I bought it. I wanted to be able to play that game that was on the Amiga. And playing it now, it just doesn't compare. That the, I think I was explaining off, off mic, the, um, I tried playing the sort of uh, ROM version of Speedball, the Master Systems Speedball, but it, it, I know it was corrupted, didn't work or whatever. So I did have to dig out my master system from somewhere in the loft and put in that cartridge that I've got and play the original. So the footage you're actually probably watching now, if you're you're watching us on our YouTube channel, um, is actually from the master system. And that's why it doesn't look as good because I'm playing it through an upscaler and then through the capture device and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it doesn't look quite as good as uh, sort of HD ROMs do when you're using something like a Raspberry Pi or whatever. Um it's pretty slow, even though I've got a... My master system is modded, so it was actually playing at 60 hertz. So, of course, thinking back to me being a poor poor little child playing on the master system, that would have been at 50 hertz, so even slower than the version that I was playing to capture this footage. And, of course, it would have been letterboxed, so it would have been a smaller play field to be able to look at and a slower speed. Uh, it must have been awful, but I don't remember it being awful. But it must have been awful. So that that <laughs> version of the master, I mean, it, it it was playable. I'll tell you what, though. I tell you what. Comparing that, then I then played Brutal Deluxe on the Mega Drive. That one on the Master System is an admirable, admirable conversion. The Mega Drive version of Brutal Deluxe is not great. It's not. It's not. It doesn't do the game justice. But the Master System version of Speedball One does do the game justice. I will speak in defense of the Master System. Wow. It's a good conversion. It's a better wow. conversion than the Mega Drive version of Brutal Deluxe is. I will give it that. <laughs> but who cares if it was a good conversion or not? The point is, is it fun? Is it fun? I had fun would, for 10 minutes. Would you, yeah, would you, want to play, would you want to play it again and again and again? We worked out with, with inflation... With inflation, this game cost thirty pounds on the Master System, and with inflation, no, thirty so in, pounds when it came out. Yeah, thirty pounds when it came out. With inflation, that means in twenty twenty two, that thirty pounds would now be sixty pounds. It's paying sixty pounds in the back in the day. It was the equivalent of paying sixty pounds today to get Speedball One on the Master System. So there's just so little content or replayability compared to what £60 can get you today. 
Um, and I just found it, I mean, it was so clunky. But then again, I'm probably bitter because I didn't beat the, uh, the, the CPU, the computer, 10-0 on my first ever go. And, and which was, who which, did? Uh, <laughs> Jazz Rignall. Jazz Rignall. <laughs> right. It's all yeah. your did fault, you? Yeah, 10-0. <laughs> the AI is terrible, 10-0. I don't know, it was too clunky. Um, it looks quite nice. Soaring. It, yeah, it does. It does look good. Yeah. I like the colours, you know, the um, uh, the palette. It's quite kind of bright, the Master System version. It, mm. it gets more kind of gritty in Speedball 2, but Speedball 1's kind of brighter. But yeah, 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 scoring is it's the angles. There's just not... There's, so you can only go in eight different directions there's no analog stick of course so you're stuck to eight different directions and you just well even in speedball 2 my, my main go-to for scoring a goal is throwing a lob uh, then jumping up getting as it rebounds and then smashing through the goalkeeper or throwing it just directly at the goalkeeper yeah. and then smashing into the goalkeeper and then then scoring it's like not much skill you don't get many. There's a, there's a payoff for violence. Basically. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, there's not much like. Oh, I'm going to play it off to this guy, cross it in, jump up and score, and then angle. No, no, just smash the goalkeeper out of the way. That's the only way yeah. to play. Yeah, if you can get that tail end of catching the ball when you're doing your slide, your sort of slide tackle as you catch the ball, as you say, you can knock the goalie over. Then, but yeah, you, yeah. you can get it in. The only other way I found of consistently scoring but this is on the master system version it does tend to vary from version to version but certainly on the master system is keeping the goalkeeper they tend to totally mirror your movements if you move over to the left the tiny little bit they moved i mean the 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 computer's goalkeeper is just a sorry you'll probably need a beep there but if you can get him to go over to the extreme of one end and run towards towards the goalie and then just at the last second do a diagonal to the open part of the goal you can get it in but it's it's really hard it it, it is very hard it is much easier if you can as you say lob the ball towards get hold of it bash the goalie over bang and it's in because there's a bit like with a lot of computer games there's that thing when you attack an opponent they're sort of out of the game for what is it probably half a second a second where they're on the floor rolling yeah. and they sort of can't they can't get they can't tackle they can't get hold of the ball but there are the pickups aren't there they're the things you can get i think you can turn the ball into a weapon is it a double flashing w on the pitch or something like that there's a lot there's a few power ups yeah yeah well i quickly moved on to brutal deluxe and on that one yeah. you throw you throw the ball there's a um there's something on on the side of the pitch. There's um, like five stars, so you can get extra points by hitting those stars. There's a yeah. a loop that you can throw the ball into, and it kind of loops back round and comes out. You get some points for that. And near those things, there's a um, there's a point on the on the wall where if you throw it, throw the ball into it, the ball becomes orange, and then you can throw the ball at your opponent, and then they kind of get knocked over. Yeah. Um, so there are all those powers up, and, and and of course you've got to get the coins as quickly as you can, so you can then try and upgrade your your team. So the the meta game or the 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 if you're playing on your own on a on a league, what you want to be doing is is improving your your team by upgrading their stats or buying new players. And once yeah. I bought. My first new player, that's when I thought the game became a bit more fun as the players became a bit faster and um, and uh, then I could uh, run around and score a bit better. But I was just being beaten. The first, I think the first three games I lost until I managed to um, sign up a new player. Then I, then I went on a run, on a winning streak. Yeah, yeah. I, interestingly, after playing the the mega drive version of brutal deluxe and then as i say sort of realizing that yeah okay this is not it's not the amiga version i thought well it was i wasn't even sure and i certainly hadn't replayed it i never owned it and hadn't remembered this by by then i'd probably moved on to something else but they did actually bring out brutal deluxe on the master system and i thought okay for completionist sake and for the sake of the video so you're probably now watching it <laughs> no way it is, I, I know it is on the master thought, okay well i better have a look I, I, and, and you know going straight from playing it onto the mega drive and again i was amazed it's a fantastic conversion and and i 
again, this is what they didn't do on the Mega Drive. It's much more built from the ground up. I think they've hopsy hat to. I think if you look actually at games on the Amiga and games on the Mega Drive, they're quite similar yeah. in in style, the sort of cohesiveness of characters, the sort of uh, the, the the levels of parallax, the sort of there's something about the look and feel of games on the Amiga and the Mega Drive. They're quite similar in the same in in this sort of complete opposite way. You could not say that the Amiga and the Super Nintendo look similar. They, they there's there isn't that same comparison. But for some reason, the Mega Drive and the Amiga, there there's a bit of similarity there. So, I mean, obviously you'd have to talk to the people involved in making it. But it looks much more like a cut and paste with Brutal Deluxe from Amiga to, to Mega Drive. Or even like sometimes they did, the, where you ended up with the port of the ST coming out on consoles. That that happened quite a lot, where you'd get a successful sort of Amiga title, but for some reason the consoles would get this sort of odd version that was, was ported over from the ST. But the Master System version of Brutal Deluxe is actually really, really good. And I actually found it, slightly easier to play single player against the computer AI and the progression that Chris is just talking about, that collecting of the coins and, and making your players' stats go up, the sort of management side. It was almost like a sort of football manager type uh, mechanic to it. was actually better on the Master System. And I, I'm just really, really pleased. I'm just so pleased that the Master System is that machine that I had a great love for back then. And that was the machine I had when Chris had the Amiga and he was playing this sort of thing. I had the Master System. I'm just amazed that, that Brutal Deluxe was was that good on there. I'm still not saying it was it is a great game that I could now spend loads of time playing. I, I, I mean, I, I think I think most people listening to the podcast are probably uh, gathering our point that we weren't necessarily happy with our experience <laughs> in going back to playing Speedball on the Master System and the Mega Drive. I don't think either of us are probably going to be playing ever again. And I think a no. big part of it is like I think a big part of it is like we hinted at at the beginning. It is not a fun single player experience i really i'm not sure i could go through a whole um campaign playing it and upping my characters i i'm not sure i could do it yeah there's no aftertouch once you throw that ball it's gone there's there's no yeah yeah exactly aftertouch that would have been good but of course in those days there we did have kickoff and sensible soccer so that kind of stuff I'm not quite sure now the, the dates when those games were released, but after touch was a thing. Kick off, you could um, kick uh, when you when you took a kick, you would be able to swerve the ball left and right. Um, yeah, th- those were great. You could, uh, and they were also vertical because that was funny. Like playing the game with the kids, they're kind of like, well, I don't know where my other players are. There's no indicate. There's a small white kind of indicator that indicates where your other player might be uh, off screen. So you can say, try and string. You're lucky if they're on the screen, though. <laughs> yeah. So you can try and string a pass, but it's funny because now I realise also if you today you might be playing games on a widescreen monitor, so the aspect ratio is different to what TVs were, right? So I, I presume, although FIFA was always left and right, but there were more games where you were playing vertical. I think Kickoff is also vertical. So speedball's vertical, and I wonder if they'd. I wonder if during the development, they ever tried with a left, left and right horizontal kind of play pitch. Because I wonder if you would have seen. I wonder if you would have seen more to make those passes. I, um, I think that's just missing because you can't string together any team team play. Um, but it, it was a bit more fun playing against someone. It, that's, I think, those really are my Spectrum days memories or my video game yeah. memories. Yeah. Of, uh, oh, being, yeah, me too. You know, with yeah. friends, it's you're on the same sofa or the, or sat at the same desk playing two player games, um, or, or later on, you know, on the PlayStation One, maybe Pro Evolution Soccer. Uh, those two player games, those are some amazing moments there. <laughs> we shall ask we him. He's there, he's there on Twitter. We'll tell him, look, we've done this on the back of your review, mate. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's in machines issue five, February number five. It's sat here next to me, Chazza. You say I'd like to see. I want to see you do it now. I want to see you reply to us on Twitter with a video of you playing the Master System version, getting ten yeah. nil, no editing. <laughs> it's <Okay>. a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and was that vertical as well? I think so. Yeah, I think so. And I think even Match Day back on the Spectrum, that would have been vertical. I played that a lot. Match Day, I think horizontal. Emlyn Hughes International Soccer. Um, I think that. I mean, the original FIFA, like I say. I mean, and that's always sort of had some form of sort of control of the ball, and yeah, yeah, you you could could string. It came out a very yeah, similar could, sort of time to Brutal Deluxe, you know. I mean, that yeah, you must have done like ninety one, ninety two, or something. You know, what it was around yeah. similar sort of time. I mean, you mentioned in the in the first part that that Speedball started off life as a type of tennis game. Um, yeah, and most tennis games are vertical. I wonder if they just started, and uh, I don't know. I'm sure they had their reasons. I'm sure they had their reasons, but uh, yeah, even on FIFA on the Mega Drive. Horizontal pitch, left, right. You could string passes together, and you could cross the ball and score with a header. I think, um, but yeah, I was just kind of missing that on, on this game. And I, there is a version on Steam which I think was released about ten years ago, but that doesn't seem to have much different, much much innovation there. But I'm, I could see that I'm surprised that there isn't a newer version because you could do a lot of that whole. Um, you know, uh, management aspect and uh, with uh, virtual coins, you know, I could imagine a freemium, a free to play version of this game where you can buy packs, you could buy coins and you could unlock characters and different, different players through a, um, a kind of a loot box mechanic, you know, opening um, a kind of a, a, a package, a packet of cards, and seeing what player you've got, and, and keep playing to get more coins, so you could get more characters, more different players, um, and keep playing that way. But but there isn't. I couldn't find another similar game to it. I I don't see any kind of modern uh, versions of Speedball. No, although it. it... I'm not sure of the the name of the game, so I'm not massively up on the modern games. But it somewhere in the back of my mind, it, it sort of vaguely reminded me of uh, that game where it's cars, where you're sort of trying to oh. you sort of hit a giant oh. ball into a net. Yes. I can't, yes. I can't think of the oh, name. Gosh. I'm oh. sure everyone's screaming it at us. Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah. Yes. It somehow, I, I did, whilst playing it, I was, I was trying to think of this very subject you just brought up of, you know, what's, you know, what is yeah, it like? Yeah, Rocket League. And I did suddenly think, yeah, it kind of, sort of is like that in that it's very blind. It's a bit like we talked about with the other games where you've got the leap of faith. There, as you say, there is no real way of seeing where you're passing. If you're very, very lucky, because it's a fairly fast game, I think that's certain one of its main appeals. It doesn't muck about. It's a pretty quick game. You can forgive any of the sort of lag or whatever you get on playing it on different formats, but it certainly wasn't like that on the Amiga. It was pretty lag-free and it was quick. It was a fast-paced game. It wasn't... I mean, in fact, if you look at FIFA on the Mega Drive, I think you'll probably be surprised how slow it is. No, no, no. I bet bet the first version of FIFA is brilliant. We could play that. no. I'd rather look at Jonah Barrington squash on the spectrum it'll be great I played that a lot yeah <laughs> but I'm it, sure that's it, the one but if you were to actually bring this back Chris if you say talking about making a, a speedball three would you actually say to yourself okay yeah we, we'll scrap the up down screen we'll do it left to right instead would that still be speedball yeah yeah i mean i would be tempted if i think about it straight away i'd be tempted to make you think a mobile phone version right so you've got you could still go vertical then because the screen is generally going to be played vertical draw back on the mobile 
is, of course, we spoke before about the virtual joypad. But also on the mobile, it would be really good for the whole kind of um, collecting the coins. So if I think of a free-to-play reimagining of Speedball, um, then, then, yeah, you could do the whole kind of improving your team, the squad management, the buying the coins, the packs, unlocking new characters, and then the matches could be quite short. Um, yeah, I'm thinking something like Brawl Stars kind of thing from um, Supercell. Uh, but yeah, on the piece, on 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 a console, yeah, why not make it... Um, I think it would need to be horizontal if it was on the console. It's got everyone's just used to playing FIFA and that kind of thing, right? Um, yeah. I think it'd be, I don't know, it'd be, be interesting to see someone try. Um, I guess another, it's nothing like it at all, but there's Blood Bowl on the P. I think there's a new version of Blood Bowl coming, and it is nothing like it. Of course, I don't even know why I mention it, but just, you know, what other sports games, what fantasy sports games are there? And there's Blood Bowl and Speedball. I don't think. I can't think of another fantasy, unless there's something on Steam, an indie kind of game. I'm surprised there isn't an indie game because this is something that does attract people's attention, right? The whole rollerball. And there's no way they were not influenced by rollerball. It came out in 1974, as we saw. Um, and there was, a, there was a remake of that film as well. Um, but yeah, I'm is that sure there's Brutal that. Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought there's an appetite for this sort of thing, you know, the um, a bit of a violence in sport. I um, yeah, but then again, I suppose that's also. I mean, rugby games, those anything, they they just don't. They've not worked well, um, and no, I just think, no. and I and yeah, I just found the other games we looked at so far, there was a moment, you know, there was a kind of old man rage about them because they were just annoying or frustrating, but they were kind of good. And this one's just a bit disappointing because I do have mm. good fond memories, but I just found it a, to be a bit dull. Yeah. 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 We were saying, saying one note, wasn't I? It was a sort of, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It just, I, I didn't need to play any more of it. But not for the same reasons that we. I don't want to play any more of the other games that we, we were just talking about, just like you referenced, because they were annoying or hard or it. This it, it just. I just didn't. I just don't need to play any more of it. I, guess I I've scratched the itch of. Oh yes, I remember Speedball, and it does. It is. It, it was still what I played of it. Actually, was still fun but very, very briefly, and yeah, you need to play it with somebody else, and somebody else who's actually into playing it has played it. So if me and you got together, we're on different sides of the planet, if we actually got to play it together, we probably would play it and probably would enjoy it. How long we would play it for, I doubt we'd play it for the two or three hours. I seem to remember sat in front of an Amiga, getting hot, <laughs> playing it for hours. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just not sure that that would happen. I really don't. That's unfortunately, yeah. I think, um, pretty much our, both of our conclusions about this game. Really, it's 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 not a, it hasn't aged well in a single player sports game. It's just too limited. It's just it's oh, I think boring is the wrong word. That's a bit insulting. It's just not. It's just not the fun, exciting game I remember it being. And and I I just couldn't face playing this on my own any longer. Really. I mean, that's what I could have done as well. Some aftertouch on, on, there you go. If there's something I can really get my teeth into, why doesn't Speedball 2 have aftertouch? And I mean, dribbling. they did have Speedball 1 and dribbling. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm saying, here in California, lacrosse seems to be a bit of a thing and uh, maybe a, a futuristic, futuristic lacrosse game would be the way to go. Futuristic Because you get sticks. It's not windjammers. Yeah. Windjammers? Wasn't that sort of futuristic? Yeah, how about futuristic lacrosse? hockey? Yeah, like, oh, you know, cro cross between UFC and um, field hockey. Hockey, brutal deluxe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that was about, yeah, unfortunately a bit kind of bland, which is strange because we started off speaking about how great this kind of rock star image of the Bitmap Brothers um, and I, and they did, and it's still it's got a good aesthetic. It starts off well, it's like the intro, um, but for 
yeah, it's like buying a heavy metal album and when you play it, it sounds like Cliff Richards. <laughs> what, you mean timeless? <laughs> always, always, a, always a number one hit every Christmas. You mean, you mean that, yeah. And, that, and that? Yeah. No, not in this case. No, it was kind of like elevator music or something. I don't know. It's just, it's just a shame. I, it, it was a great game, of course. Context at the time, it was great. It was fun. Um, that's another point. You on the Amiga would have played it with a joystick, and I wonder if that's better with a joystick than a D pad. That's as well. interesting. Yeah, I found the D-pad a bit annoying, a bit, a bit strange. Yeah, um, I thought of that. It certainly would have been designed with that in mind. I think again, like I was saying about it, you know, the conversion from Amiga to Mega Drive. It, it, when it was built on the Amiga, yeah, they would have presumably had a joystick in mind when they were making this yeah. game. Yeah, I think a joystick would have been better. Um, but yeah, that's Beeble too. Yeah, brute, uh, brute I, I think we ripped ripped a hole in that deluxe game <laughs> as, as much deluxe. as we can. I think we've been as brutal brutal with it as we possibly can in my uh, in my in my excellent uh, red top uh, hilarious yeah. puns. There, uh, I think that's uh, that's that's as good as we're going to get. I think if yeah. anyone violently disagrees with us, they probably will tell us in the comments. And please do. I think, like a lot of people out there, they probably do remember Speedball with some fond memories, and I haven't come away from this experience with any less fond memories of it just that it's not a game i need to play anymore (laughs) (laughs) everyone else on the internet seems to um, enjoy these retro games do they is it just us it's just it's only us on the internet the internet that that finds the old retro games annoying and hard i i don't think we're unique (laughs) (laughs) so what game do you think we should cover next, Phil? I don't know. You choose this time. Come on, something from the Spectrum, considering they were called Spectrum Days. I think okay. uh, something something from there, please. Ready? Something, something, the, a game that we like, that's easy, and that this, we're going to like. Please, guaranteed. One, I want you to guarantee this, it, please. This one is guaranteed. Go on. This one, Way of the Exploding Fist. Brilliant game. Best game ever. I know, it's going to be amazing. It is. I'm so guaranteed. that. You can email us at hello at spectrumdays.com and you can contact us on Twitter at spectrumdayspod. And you can also find us on YouTube just by looking up Spectrum Days.